Give it to me, baby. Use your mouth. Use your free. You nasty. Don't want to let you get past me. I get it in. Rep the South. Give it to me, baby. Use your mouth. So I want to tell you all about this lady I knew. Um, I don't remember her name. It was a while back, probably 2011, when I was working at the Gas Mart on uh, Jamison over there by uh, Highway 64, or as a lot of people call it in St. Louis, Highway 40. Um, there was this woman who used to come in, older lady. Now, at the time, I'm only about 30, probably 30, not even 31 yet, maybe 31. I can't remember. Yeah, I started working there in the summer, so I had already turned 31. 31, I'm 31 years old. Um, I met this lady. She always came to the store because she lived in the apartments across the street. And uh, we would have casual conversation because I was the night clerk. And being the night clerk, I was the only one in the store. You know, I had to ring out customers. I had to stock shelves. I had to set up coffee and cappuccinos for the morning. I had to put out the hot dogs in the morning, you know, to get them rolling on the toasters and all that shit. I had to dust the aisles. I had to drop safe deposits and all that shit. You know what I'm saying? All by myself. So, every once in a while, um, she would come over and we'd just talk. You know what I'm saying? And she'd tell me she lived across the street and she'd tell me how she worked at SLU as a janitor. You know what I'm saying? And I thought she was real nice. You know what I'm saying? And I've always been into older ladies. That's, That's kind of my thing. You know what I'm saying? Well, now that I'm damn near 40, I'm... (laughs) <laughs> probably stick to women my own age if I was, you know what I'm saying, still getting down like that, which I really don't, so all these stories I tell y'all are old. Just thought they would make for good entertainment. But anyway, when I was younger like that, I was in the older ladies. Always have been. Even as a teenager, I was always attracted to women in their 20s and 30s, you know. I don't know why. Experience, whatever. So this particular lady, I went over to her house one time, and she asked me, besides what I do as far as work, what do I do for fun, for living, hobbies, you know, things of that nature. So I told her, I rap, you know, so I make music. So she was like, bust a rap then. <laughs> and the way she said it, it caught me off guard. So I was like, huh? And she's like, nah, if you can hunt, you can hear it, nigga. She was like, you're always supposed to be ready to bust a rap when somebody say bust a rap. And I was just so fucked up by the way she said bust a rap because nobody talk like that. <laughs> so you knew she was older, you know what I'm saying? So we sitting over there chopping it up and shit, you know what I'm saying? And, you know, a lot of people just comfortable in their own house. So she started getting undressed and shit, getting ready for bed. And I was thinking to myself, damn, she got a nice body for her old head. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm, I'm really kind of digging this. And then I was just like, hey, look, so check it out. Uh, 
I was thinking, and she was like, oh, you was thinking you was going to get some pussy, huh, youngster? And I was just like, yeah, well, yeah, kind of. She was like, uh, uh-uh, ain't none of that going on. So she was like, matter of fact, I'm finna go take a shit, so, uh, you know what I'm saying? And then I'm going to call it a night after my shower, so, you know, I'll see you next time. So I was like, ah, uh, oh, man, she played me, you know what I'm saying? So, <laughs> whatever, it's cool, you dig? But the next time I went over there, she had called me. I didn't even have to work that night. And she had hit me up. And uh, I had told the wife, I'm like, look, I'm going to make a run real quick. Go holler at my peoples, you know what I'm saying? See what she talking about. And she was like, all right, whatever. Don't be gone long. So I get over there and everything. And I'm like, what's good? Talk to me, you know what I'm saying? So she, she was in this state that I've never seen her in. She was nervous and panicky and shaking and and she was she was like really tweaking what i didn't know is that she smoked crack from time to time but she was trying to fight her way out of smoking crack like have you ever seen somebody try to fight an addiction in your face it's the fucking most heartbreaking thing I've ever witnessed in my life. I've seen some shit. But to see this woman sitting on the bed, rocking back and forth like Pookie, while she pull her little pipe out her cigarette pack and, and get to blazing up this crack rock, and the whole time she praying, Lord, take it away from me. God, I don't want to do this no more. And I'm just like, I'm sitting on her little love seat in her bedroom and I'm just like I'm I'm damn near dropping tears because I've never seen this type of shit before and I was like holy shit like what can I even say what can I do I can't get up and smack the shit out of her hand because first of all she's older than me and I don't disrespect my elders like that and second of all it's her house she can do what the fuck she wants third of all she grown but what what can I do to console her? What can I do to, you know what I'm saying, just try to make the situation same? But I couldn't do shit but sit there in, like, disbelief and in and, and, and agony like she was. You know what I'm saying? So after she was smoked her love, I don't even, I, I don't deal with cracking all that shit. I don't know what the fuck she smoked. It could have been a nickel piece, a dime. I don't know. I know my, my, my bro D used to sell crack back in the day, but he never let me tag along. That's one of the elements he always kept me away from. And I've always appreciated that, you know what I'm saying? He didn't never want me to get into that game or that aspect, you know what I'm saying? So after she had smoked her little piece or whatever, she was like, she was in the mood now, like, she got the she 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 pulled off her clothes and shit and she's <laughs> and she pulled off her panties and she had this nice little pretty fat pussy and she was just like she was like I, I, I feel like fucking you know what I'm saying she was like you ought to come make love to me and I was just like now see I'm not in the mood you know what I'm saying like when I wanted to give you some dick you ain't want to give me no pussy, you know what I'm saying? You ain't want to give me no play. I was a youngster, you know what I'm saying? I'm not trying to be an asshole about this situation. 
because after what I just witnessed, the praying, the crying, the half-ass repenting, like the, the struggle, the real life motherfucking spiritual struggle she was going through at that moment it had totally turned me off of anything sexual at the moment it's like how do you even prepare yourself for sex after witnessing something like that not even five minutes later how do you how do you say well that's fuck some people can do it i i could probably name a few motherfuckers who could do it like fuck it it is what it is but not me i'm oh man i'm just would you call me soft? I don't know. But dog, this I can't witness no shit like that. That that soul tormenting dis display and and then turn around and, and have sex with this person like as bad as I wanted to. I mean, she had a nice body. She was what I was like thirty one, she was probably forty at the time. You know what I'm saying? And uh she was slim. She didn't have a, a lot of ass, but that pussy was nice when she pulled it out. Her titties was probably like some B-cups, you know what I'm saying? And, you know, she was just smooth. Her body was smooth with it. And I was just like, man, you know what? <laughs> pulled out my phone, act like it had vibrated. I was like, hey, my wife just texted me. I was like, shit, I got to get home. You know what I'm saying? Like call me later, you know what I'm saying, and I, you know, probably hook up again sometime in the future, you know what I'm saying, but she never hit me back up on that level, you know what I'm saying, we we talked, and she still came in the store, and we conversated and all that good shit, but it never got to that point again to where I was invited over and offered sex or had to witness her fighting her demons man that was that was just some heartbreaking shit to witness in my opinion and uh that's some shit I really don't ever want to witness again you know Yo, what's up, y'all? So, got another story for you, man. I'm, uh, it's another older lady. Nah. A lot of the times that we was getting down with all these women, man, I was anywhere between 29 to about 34. Those was my golden years as far as, you know, being out here and me and my wife being hoes together, so... She had this friend, this dude, I can't remember his name, don't really care to remember his name, but he was one of them weak diggers, you know what I'm saying, he was a weakling, and he had this girlfriend that was too strong for him, you know what I'm saying, I think he was whooped, <laughs> you know what I'm saying, 
So he used to come to my wife for advice about how to treat women. And then in return, she'll ask me, you know what I'm saying, you know, basically tell me how he feeling and I would try to relate. And then together, not directly, but indirectly, get that nigga advice on how to, uh, you know, get past his little situations and shit. So, um, time goes on and I meet this chick on Moco Space. Now, disclaimer, she's no longer with us. Um, she passed away a few years ago due to Parkinson's I believe it was I, I used to steal inbox her when she was in her nursing home and everything but uh we ended up meeting and talking and everything and come to find out she was that girlfriend to that particular dude you know what I'm saying so <laughs> as we got to know each other better she had brought up his name it was like my ex such and such and I was just like I think I know, dude, like, uh, I think he used to talk to my wife, you know what I'm saying? And she was like, I thought he was getting advice from another woman. She was like, it just sounded like some womanly stuff he was saying to me. And I was like, yeah, well, you know, it is what it is. And she was like, yeah, well, you know, we ain't together no more or whatever. I let him go, this, this, that, and the other, you know what I'm saying? So, as usual, a lot of the women we dealt with had never had sexual encounters with a woman before so my wife was always like one of the first women that they had ever been with because a lot of people wasn't doing what he was doing so openly you know what I'm saying just meeting people like hey what's up my name Dora this is my wife she by we get down threesomes separate friends blah 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 blah, blah you know what I'm saying the rundown because I always believe in Letting people know what's up, so um, she was like she was interested, you know what I'm saying? So she used to come through and we would meet, we would talk, we would chill. She smoked weed, my wife smoked a little weed at the time. I was never a really a weed smoker. But what I always liked about her was she was so kind and generous and she would bring me a beer or two. And I thought that was cool to her, you know what I'm saying? Or she would always hit me up when she was on her way and be like, you need some cigarettes or something, or you want a beer, you know, I got a couple blunts, me and your wife can smoke, you know, and I just thought that was hot, you know what I'm saying? So, um, the first time we actually got down, you know what I'm saying, like I said, you know, me and the wife was tag teaming chicks, basically, you know what I'm saying, so, and a lot of these chicks, like I said just a minute ago, had never been with women before, so it's like, they didn't know what to do with a woman. You know what I mean? They didn't know how to imitate or copy or whatever she was doing to them, to her. You know what I'm saying? So I would always try to make it my business to please both women before the session was done. You know what I'm saying? Because nine times out of ten, that outside woman wasn't in pleasing women. They hadn't built up to it yet, you know what I'm saying? So, basically, she's just laying there getting tag teamed, you know what I'm saying? Top, bottom. Switch it up, bottom, top. You know what I'm saying? Touchy-feely. Fucking. Sucking, you know? So, the first time, she was just like, 
you know, I I don't I don't know if I'd be good at this because I'm so scared, I'm so nervous, you know what I'm saying? With the woman aspect, you know what I'm saying? And I was just like, you just got to relax, you know what I'm saying? You got to do whatever you feel natural comes to you, you know what I'm saying? And just let it ride like that. So eventually she got with it, you know what I'm saying? But we didn't have that many more threesome sessions, you know what I'm saying? Because my wife had started working and I had switch jobs now I think I had that warehouse job but that warehouse job sucked ass because I only worked like three nights a week so I had three nights a week I worked and then I was off the other fucking four nights of the week you know what I'm saying so she still used to come by though and then me and her have a lot of one on one sessions you know what I'm saying and conversations and things and she would always leave like a half a blunt for the wife, tell her I said hi, you know what I'm saying, or and things of that nature, and she always brought me a beer every time we came through, every time she came through, you know what I'm saying, so, um, I remember we, uh, I don't really want to get too in-depth in our sexual encounters, even though this is a sex podcast, but just know we was fucking real good, you know what I'm saying? I eat the pussy monstrously. She sucked the dick, but she she was she was uh, also uncomfortable with semen, you know what I'm saying? Come, sperm, jizz, whatever you want to call it, you know what I'm saying? So whenever I came, like she would like jack me off the rest of the way, and I'd have to clean myself up. I thought it sucked. Cause I can jack my own self off and clean it up if that was the case, but she had sucked it before, so it was like I, I came off the head, but <laughs> she ain't catching it in her mouth and swallowing the shit. But she was like, she was she's been that way her whole life or whatever, you know what I'm saying? She was just very uncomfortable. She didn't even like want it on her, she didn't like it touching her. She used to be so extra, like, ew, it's on my hand, ew, and you know, all that. <laughs> All that old shit, you know what I'm saying? So, um, you know, and and as usual, she 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 didn't have no ties to anything. Like she was just like, oh, I'm just fucking with y'all, y'all alone and shit. You know what I'm saying? Whatever. So she would tell me about other sexual encounters that she was having. You know what I'm saying? Because shit, we were still doing the same thing, man. We had a nice number. A nice number of females we was talking to and messing with and having sex with, you know what I'm saying? So I would do the same thing if she asked, you know. So we swapping sexual stories and shit. And she had came to the point to where one time she was telling me about this dude that she was with and they had anal sex and shit. So me being me, I was just like, oh, well, shit, you ain't let me get that ass. What's up with that? You know what I'm saying? So <laughs> thinking nothing of it, man. She hit me up like a day later, and she was like, you busy? I want to slide through. I'm like, yeah, it's all good. You can come through. What's up? You know what I'm saying? She like, you need a beer, some cigarettes? I'm like, I got squares. I'm like, I'll take a beer, though, if, 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 if that's all right with you. You know, you ain't got to. So she brought me a beer, you know what I'm saying? And... I ate the pussy and everything like I usually do, starting off little foreplay and shit. So she got on the edge of the bed, she tooted that ass up. She was just like, 
she was like sticking in my ass you know what I'm saying I was like what she was like yeah she like getting his ass I was like I bet that then so that's what happened fucked in the ass and shit so after we was done we still laid around chill for a little bit you know what I'm saying she blazed up a blunt I smoked a couple cigs you know what I'm saying finished sipping my beer and shit and um she was just like, uh, I'm going to leave this blunt for your wife. Tell her I said, hey. And I was like, all right, bet that. And so, so when she was leaving, she linked up. Because she was short. I'm uh, She was short. I think she was like 41. I was 31. She had 10 years on me. She was so short, in fact. I, that's what I'm going to call her. I'm going to call her short stuff. You know what I'm saying? Because she was like. Probably not even past five foot, five foot even tops. You know what I'm saying? So she linked up and gave me gave me a kiss, and she was like, "See, now you can got in that ass. You can stop complaining." And I bust out laughing like, "Girl, you silly!" Because I never complained about trying to fuck you in the ass. You know what I'm saying? But it is what it is. You know what I'm saying? And um, she used to do shit like that though. She used to just hit me on some late night shit, knowing that I worked a night job. So nine times out of ten. I was up late night, you know what I'm saying? And I remember this one time she hit me up and she said, I want to come through. I was like, all right. I was like, it's late though, so you ain't got to worry about no bridge. She was like, oh, no, it's all good. I'm already outside. I'm like, what? How the fuck are you? I was like, girl. So I'm like, all right, come on. So, <laughs> so she came in. My wife was asleep. Now, normally the wife wake up. She heard she heard a motherfucker whispering. She jump up, huh? What'd you say? And I would just be like, girl, lay your head down. Ain't nobody say nothing to you. But this particular night, she happened to be tired as fuck. So she ain't wake up at all. I opened the door and everything. And she was like, oh, she was like, she sleep? I was like, yeah. So she was like, well, we can't do nothing on the bed. I was like, nah. I like you when we wake her up. She might join in. She was like, nah, I don't want to stay long. She's like, I just want to suck your dick and leave. What? <laughs> That's what I like to hear. I was like, all right, fuck it. Let's go in this living room then on this love seat. So she sat on the love seat. She pulled my uh, drawers down because obviously I was laying around in the bed. What I need on clothes for? And she starts sucking my dick and shit, right? And when I came, she, uh, she, she told me to step back when I came. You know what I'm saying? But I think something got on her anyway. And she was just like, oh, it got on me. <laughs> The shit was so funny, though, but the head was so fire, you know what I'm saying? So, just a little shit like that, you know what I'm saying? And the other conversations we had about her personal life, you know, we talked about our kids and shit. Like like I said before, man, normally when I meet somebody and I consider them to be a friend, whether we fucking or not, man, we, we conversate, we, we do shit that friends do. We probably just sit up and hang out sometime without even fucking, you know what I'm saying? Just like, we build a connection, you know what I mean? And that's the type of connection being her head. I mean, all the way up until she passed, you know what I'm saying? Even when we wasn't fucking no more, obviously, because she was she was uh, ill, you know what I'm saying, with her with her disease, her Ill, with her illness or whatever. We still conversated, man. We still had uh, Facebook inbox conversations, you know what I'm saying? And I just feel so bad because... Uh, Eventually, the conversation stopped, you know what I'm saying? She got to deal with her life, and obviously my life's still going, you know what I'm saying? So when I finally got word that she passed, it was too late. I couldn't, like, go pay my condolences or nothing or attend the services or nothing like that. So it was just like, man, you know what? 
I don't have no regrets though because the way I treated her while she was alive and the way she treated me I got a feeling that everything would have been all right with her if I if I didn't make it you know what I'm saying because we never had issues to where we disagreed on uh on some uh nigga fuck you type shit and bitch I don't fuck with you no more type shit even though we wasn't fucking for years afterwards like when we conversated man it was just always oh what's up my nigga how you been you know what I'm saying and it was just that respect we had for one another you know what I'm saying I remember one of the last conversations she gave me before she actually got sick and everything she told me one time she was like hey guess what and I was like what's up she was like I'm finally not scared of uh, of, of cum no more and I was like <laughs> I was like well congratulations I'm glad you overcame your fear you know what I'm saying like that shit was creepy and funny at the same time but you know Reminiscing, man. Reminiscing. I don't know what it is about me that attracts I don't want to say tormented people but people that have uh, insecurities and issues you know what I'm saying maybe it's my own insecurity and issues I have that I navigate through so well that that attracts people to me I don't know maybe that's it but I had another friend she was even older uh, she was probably already she is probably already close to 50 and um, she had a uh, a trachea in her in her neck from an accident she had she told me or something like that I, I don't remember the full story but when I first met her I met her on I think it was Moco Space or we ended up finding each other on Facebook or whatever and at first, I was more of just an inspirational friend, you know. She would be dep depressed a lot and things of that nature. And I used to just always encourage her to stay up, keep her head up, you know what I'm saying, love herself, you know what I'm saying, things of that nature. Because that's how I am. If you ever interacted with me, man, you know that I'm never going to feed you no negativity uh, unless it's a joke, you know what I'm saying. But you can't even joke like that on Facebook no more. I said... This is totally off the subject. I said some shit the other day that got me straight thrown in Facebook jail for three days. It was a conversation we was having in this group. And the question was, do women watch porn more than men? And I commented, yeah, hell yeah, women watch porn more than men. I've known plenty of women who watch porn more than men. So this one chick was like, I wouldn't even thought that that was possible. And I was like, yeah, girl, women are pervs for real in real life. And that comment right there got me put in jail. It said I was bullying. I was like, Facebook got some puss-ass, sensitive-ass, weak-ass motherfucking administrators. Because how the fuck you get thrown in jail? That's like that's like reading the quote out the Bible and taking that shit to heart without reading the passage before 
and the passage after and making it all make sense with a stupid ass like you you dumb as shit you took women are pervs and called it bullying and didn't even read the whole motherfucking conversation that pissed me off but anyway back to old girl So, you know, once you're there for somebody like that, man, eventually you you develop an attraction to that person. But I think she was already attracted to me anyway because that's how back then I presented myself. You know what I'm saying? I I let motherfuckers know, hey, look, I'm out here just, you know, looking to meet new people, looking to fuck eventually. And, you know, this is the situation. Me and my wife do this. You know what I'm saying? So she already knew what it was, but at the same time, I, I, I still go in the friend mode when I see somebody feeling down about themselves or down about anything. You know what I'm saying? So um, we end up hooking up a couple times. You know what I'm saying? And she was just like reluctant at first to meet up with me because she was insecure about this trachea in her neck. And she was just like, people look at me funny and I could see how people look at me and they stare at it. And, you know, and I was just like, <laughs> okay. So even when I met her, dog, it was just like, first of all, your eyes pick up a wide range of shit. Everybody know this. It's just obvious. You can look a motherfucker in their face and you can see they, they forehead, they eyes, they nose, they mouth, they chin, they teeth, they neck, they chest, they body. Your peripheral is nine times out of ten, up to down, left to right, pretty damn good. You know what I'm saying? So even when I was staring at her. And while she was talking, she'd just be like, "I see you looking at it." And then that made me look at it, and then I felt bad. Like, but that's not what I was. I, although I saw it because I can't help but to see it. It's like right up under your fucking face. But yeah, uh, <laughs> I'm sorry I got interrupted by a phone call. I had to go back and edit some shit. But I think what made me the most uncomfortable with her was that she was like myself. A former school bus driver. And she was like, oh, yeah, I know your mom. And I was just like, that's uncomfortable as shit. Like, you ain't out here trying to get no pussy and a motherfucker tell you they know your mama. <laughs> that's that's not what you do. So I just, I, just, I just let her know, look, that's cool and everything, but you, know, you ain't got to bring that up because it's uncomfortable as fuck. You know what I'm saying? With, somebody you're thinking about getting intimate with or whatever the case may be tell you they know your mama unless that was your plan all along one of your mama friends was just hot enough to be like I gotta get that one time that old head but that wasn't the case <laughs> so um um I think we had sex twice maybe three times you know what I'm saying um and the pussy was surprisingly still in good shape as far as looks and everything so I was able to do my thing and uh I remember she gave me head one time she was bragging about how good she gave head and just wanted to give me head to prove it and it was it was alright it was just like some regular head it wasn't nothing magnificent you know what I'm saying and uh I think the only thing about having sex with her was it's like no matter what we did to each other it's just like the pussy didn't get wet maybe I don't know maybe she had already hit the menopause stage to where she didn't have the hormones to get it wet so like I used to like have to bring lube with me <laughs> you gotta do what you gotta do right you know what I'm saying so um 
to this day, man, that's still my nigga. I, 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 I still see her on Facebook and chop it up with her. She still called me sexy as fuck, and I still appreciate it and everything. Even though I don't feel like I'm sexy at the moment, I, I feel like I look like shit. But that's my opinion on myself. Like I said, maybe it's my insecurities. Maybe it's just that I'm not out looking for no attention no more. Like, you can call me what you want to call me. I don't give a fuck, man. I have my wild fun. I'm 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 still with my wife. We got grandkids, now, kids, almost all the way raised, you know. So it's like, like I said in the previous segment, man. These stories I'm telling y'all, nothing recent, man. All of this shit, oh. <laughs> but I just thought it'd make for good entertainment. So I met this chick on the chat line one time, and don't act like y'all don't know what the chat line is, man. That's when you call that number, and you listen to people's greetings, and you send them messages, and blah, 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 right? So I met this chick. I just talked to her recently and told her about my podcast and told her that I'm in the process of writing a book, and she told me to call her Peaches in this story. So Peaches it is. Now, I met her on this chat line and we conversated exchange numbers and shit and luckily in this era we had camera phones because everybody has a physical attraction right i ain't want to be too ugly for her and vice versa so we exchanged pictures i thought she was hot and she thought i was cute too so cool we hooked up so i didn't know how to get to her house i didn't have a car at the time but she was like if i get to the hanley station metro link she'll come pick me up so I'm like, all right. So I took that trip. And when I got off the bus, because I think I caught the bus, whatever bus that is that come down Hanley, I got off right there. I went up to the gas station, and I had bought a rose. I don't know why. I just bought her a rose, and I thought, I'll give her a flower. You know what I'm saying? See if she liked that. So when she pulled up on me, we jump in the car, and... I gave her the rose and she was like so happy you know what I'm saying the niggas didn't do shit like that you know what I'm saying so we get to her house and everything and uh she had a cat <laughs> a very protective cat you know what I'm saying worse than a fucking dog like the cat kept trying to take swipes at me and shit and I'm just like man would you get your cat my this motherfucker tripping like for real you know what I'm saying but anyway so we ended up conversating for a little while because I don't know I just always meet people who are into you know getting to know you a little better before you get intimate I think it's a woman thing unless it's just like you already know the person and when you come through you know what time it is this was our first meeting so we talked for a little while and um, she was like I bought a little liquor you know what I'm saying and this is around the time that Seagram's had just dropped a, uh, I think it was Seagram's, I don't know. It was an apple flavored vodka, though. The apple vodka. And that's what I drank at the time. I drank a lot of vodka. 
So I was like, cool, you know what I'm saying? Shit, like I got some apple juice you can mix it with or whatever. Cool. And actually, whenever we hooked up, that was my drink with her because that's what she introduced me to. So she would always have an apple vodka and I'd probably grab an apple juice just in case. And that's that's how we got down, you know what I'm saying? So we we uh we go in the room, we kissing and hugging and, and foreplaying and shit. I'm sucking on the titties and everything, you know what I'm saying? Getting her hot and everything. So I get down to the pussy and... It's real pretty, you know what I'm saying? But she had a, a a smaller clit than usual. It wasn't too small to where I couldn't get it in my mouth, but I barely got it in there. So I had to, like, vacuum face that motherfucker, you know what I'm saying? I had to suction cup face my shit to her body, you know what I'm saying, like, to get that motherfucker. But I was, like, one of the only people who could do it. Like, I don't know if my pussy eating skills was just better than any other nigga she fuck with. But she told me, she was like, don't nobody else eat the pussy like you do. And I've heard that plenty of times because, you know, I've made an art form out of it, man. I believe in pleasing, you know what I'm saying? So I drove her wild, man. Once once I realized I had her in my grass, man, I, I just, I wouldn't quit sucking that motherfucker until she busts like three times. I'm talking about... It's fucking incredible, you know what I'm saying? Just to watch her body tremble and shake and the moans and the screams that came from it, dog. It's pure fucking ecstasy. I could do that shit all night, like especially when it's that easy. Like when you can make when you can make a female bust off the head in a matter of minutes to where your face not even hurting yet and then you can like just keep going just to give them that that uh that the ecstasy and that torture and 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 that that climax, man, this is a wonderful thing. You know what I'm saying? It really boosts up a nigga ego. You know what I'm saying? So <laughs> now, and it it don't help that I was gone off the apple vodka. You know what I'm saying? Like we had killed the whole fifth. You know what I'm saying? So, and I think she gave me most of the shit because I don't think she was a drinker for real. So I'm in the zone, man. I, I, you know what I'm saying? She flip over, man, and I slide the condom on, and I beat the pussy up. You hear me? Like, I was in that shit. Waxing the ass, you know what I'm saying? So that was our first encounter. I think our second encounter pretty much went the same way, you know what I'm saying? And we, we just vibe so well together, man. Like, I still got a picture of her on my old Facebook page. Not trying to put her out there or nothing like that, but... We we kicked it so hard that, you know, she had a, she was like, I want to try on your clothes. And I was like, now you know these clothes is way too fucking big for you. But she did it anyway. She put on my shirt and she put on my pants. And I took a picture of her in my clothes, you know what I'm saying? And uh, <laughs> that's just how we kicked it, man. She was so fucking full of life. She had four kids like I did and everything. And we just, we just blended and vibe so well man she she often told me even recently when i talked to her about you know what I'm saying putting our story out there she was just like it was so many times that i just wished you was mine like all mine to myself like and you can't help but to think sometimes like bro you know maybe i felt the same sometime you know what i'm saying but at the end of the day it, it it was what it was from the jump, you know what I'm saying? Even though we we vibe so well and we kicked it all the time, we just knew what it was, you know what I'm saying? Uh, hopes and aspirations, or just those hopes and aspirations. Man, I can't talk today. So 
I think the last time we hooked up, she was telling me that she was getting ready to move to Alabama. And I had, she was just like, I want to, I want to get with you one more time before I leave. You know what I'm saying? So I was like, cool. You know what I'm saying? I was like, well, so she had gave me, cause she was house sitting for her mom, I think. I don't know. And so she gave me her mom's address, but we wasn't finna fuck at her mama house. So from her mom's house, we jumped in her car and we went and got some, some Chinese food and we went to her house. And, um, and I think that song by Anthony Hamilton was playing and she said that was her jam. It was, if you're cool, then I'm cool, and we cool. Like, she was really vibing to that song. And it was kind of an omen, you know what I'm saying? Kind of her saying to me, if if you cool with me, then I'm cool with you, and damn it, we cool. And to this day, man, that's my homegirl, you know what I'm saying? And um, so we hooked up, man, and it was just... it was It was almost the same as every other encounter, but it was different because... I knew this would probably be the last time, and so did she. So it was bittersweet to say the least. But at the end of the day, man, we we had good food, we had good sex, you know what I'm saying? We had good times, and we still have a good relationship whenever I speak to her. So that's peaches. <laughs>